Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cuts to the middle. Good stick by Labushkin. No penalty on the play and a break here for Labushkin. Ilya Labushkin looking for his first of the Sabres. Scores! Are you kidding me? Bush in overtime with his first goal in 44 games. Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray on the call. Ilya Labushkin, a minute 41 into overtime, shorthanded. Gives the Sabres a 6-5 victory over Tampa Bay tonight. The Sabres able to secure two points despite giving up the lead in the third period. An important victory for the Sabres. Another road win for Buffalo as well. Labushkin, his first goal as a Sabre, fourth of his career. And that is our play of the game. Brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. Welcome to the Post Game Show. I'm Pat Malacaro. A lot to talk about in this one tonight. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring in Paul Hamilton uh, to, to recap this one tonight. Paul, did you have Ilya Labushkin in overtime on your goal-scoring bingo card? I did, especially on a, <laughs> a breakaway where he pulls away from the defense. You know, <laughs> now they now to be well. No, they had changed one or two of the guys on the power play, and Comrie. You know, you wouldn't say it's his best game, but I'll tell you what, he made four huge saves on Stamkos and Kucherov on one-timers during that four-on-three overtime power play. I mean, he these, those were good saves that he made there to allow the Sabres to be able to get the uh, shorthanded goal. And in this Mickey Mouse league, I, I have zero problem with the penalty on Yoki Haru. That is a delay a game. How does uh, Chernick not out of the game right. with, you know, with a major penalty and a game misconduct? I mean, it is a obvious elbow to the face. Obvious. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Oposo was out for a while because he stayed down. He was angry, but with his history and everything, you know, you hope that he's okay. It just, how do you miss it? How do you miss that? And it's not 
the garbage they're favoring the lightning and all that crap they they miss stuff for every team in the nhl and they want to eliminate that play and they it, it's clear as day how do you miss that call and the sabers would rather turn it go to the penalty box with a major penalty than get him suspended right with with the, as important as this game is to them mm-hmm. they would rather get the major penalty than him getting suspended and no penalty being called, which is maybe what will happen here. But in this Mickey Mouse league, who knows if he'll get suspended. And if he will, it won't be any more than one game. And uh, the Sabres deserve to, to get to – I mean, justice was served with the Sabres winning that game. And don't forget, I mean, the Sabres had a 5-3 third-period lead at home against the Lightning and lost that game 6-5 to in overtime. So – you know, it almost happened again. They had third-period leads in both games against the Lightning this year and wound up losing them both. So they had a 5-3 lead in this one. They lost the lead. But they just never they never got down, you know. You, I, at least I never said to myself, boy, they're out of it now. You know, even though it's the Lightning, I had, I, I had thought to myself, well, the Lightning may try to win this, but it's not because the Sabres are just out of it you know, uh-oh, type of a thing. You know, they kept going forward. You know, Thompson gets the hat trick goal after point scores. Uh, point scores at 548. Thompson answers, you know, at 618. Uh, Quinn answers the Hedman goal. Hedman scores at 1236 of the second period. Quinn scores at 1325. You know, so, you know, they, they kept responding. And, and a very, very good bounce-back game for this hockey club. I mean, you went into a building where the Tampa – this is the second time they've done this this year. They did it with Boston, too. I think Boston might have been 18-0-3, maybe, or two, something like that. And they beat Boston. Now Tampa was 14-0-1 in their last 15 at home. And the Sabres go in and get the victory and now make themselves 15-3-2 in their last 20 road games. In a building – I mean, the last 12 games against Tampa were 1-9-2. and two. So, you know, things weren't looking good for them, especially with what was happening to them. But uh, very, very high marks uh, to be able to get through that. And through it all, as I said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that was Comrie's best game, but there were some goals he'd want back, and there were some bad luck where, you know, um, Darlene accidentally knocks the puck through his pads. And that one winds up going in. I believe that might have been the Sorelli goal. And, uh, you know, so he gets some bad luck there. But he was huge when he had to be in the overtime where the the Lightning are on the power play with that firepower. And Kucherov, who kills this team, absolutely kills this team, but only got one point in this game uh, on the first goal. You know, he point-blank one-timers. And so did Sam Coast. They went circle to circle, and Comrie made the save, and then you get the break for Labushkin, and he, as I said, he outskated the defenseman, which I was kind of impressed with. When he first got the puck, I'm going, well, I know he's got a step, but I think somebody's probably going to catch him. But no, he pulled away. Good for him. And uh, what a time for him to get his first goal as a Sabre. It was the only shot the Sabres would need in overtime. If you combine the third period, and then the minute 41 of overtime, the Sabres were outshot 22-8 to eight over the third period in overtime. But 
as you mentioned, Eric Comrie, a lot of big saves there. And I, 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 I want to say as soon as Colton scored the goal on the power play, the Sabres answered right back in the next shift with the top line. So they didn't, Don Granado didn't sit back. He didn't put the team into a shell by just trying to lock it down defensively. That can work against you in, in an irregulation loss. The Sabres still try to press forward because of the back and forth that you mentioned uh, right at the outset. Yeah, Tampa Bay, yes, they had the better of the play in the third period, but I don't think it was huge. I don't think it was 18-7 better play. Um, there were times where, you know, Comrie had to make some good saves in the third period also. and But Buffalo did also get some sticks and some passing lanes and break up some plays and get rid of some rebounds that were sitting there and, uh, you know, broke up some plays and – they were able to come down and score. You know, Thompson came down and scored a goal when they needed it in the third period. So I realized once again, three-goal period. What is that now, six mm-hmm. since they've come back from break? Six, four, or three-goal periods against. But overall, again, I'm, I'm not really going to say this was a bad game for them. I, I really think this was an excellent – I mean, let's face it, Tampa's a better team. I mean, they played a team that's much better than they are. And they held their own and did enough in the end to to be able to make enough plays to to get a 6-5 victory. And I'm not going to I'm not going to say this was like a lucky win or anything like that. They I think they deserved to win. Sabres win it in overtime 6-5. Paul Hamilton joining me Pat Melicaro on the Sabres post-game show. Two more assists for Jeff Skinner in the victory tonight assisting on Tage Thompson's first and second goals, respectively. Paul, that's now 34 assists and the most that Skinner has had in any season in his career. The third time now he's reached the 30 assist mark. So for a player, we've we've seen him score 40 goals, 33. He is over 20 this year. He's adding the assists as well and, uh, you know, just adding to that top line's offense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And I I actually, until I actually saw the replay again, I thought, was wondering why he didn't get an assist on the hat trick goal, but that actually wound up being the Tampa Bay player that wound up throwing the puck over there. Uh, so I actually thought he was going to get another assist there. But, you know, that's that's the good thing about, you know, Skinner. You, you know, I don't want to say reinvented his game, but, uh, you know, he's not as bad defensively. You know, he, he I think he's better defensively than he was when he first got here. And, um, you know, so – uh, I just like his overall game. I mean, and, and, you know, being able to pass the puck and to find Skinner or to find Thompson just at the right times. Uh, I mean, what we saw in this game isn't all that much different than what we've seen in other games, you know, where he's been able to set him up. And, uh, you know, so so it's good for him. And they needed a win. Detroit got a win in this game. They were able to, you know, get some points uh, Washington loses to Anaheim. Did you have that on your scorecard? You know, right. with, with Ovechkin coming back. Pittsburgh losing to Edmonton. Well, yeah, you could have guessed that. Uh, I don't mean you, you. I mean anybody could have guessed that. And, you know, Detroit uh, winning in the Rangers, well, you would have thought maybe you'd get some help from the Rangers. But, you know, a big two points, and they've got a big game tomorrow. And, all right, going to Tampa Bay in Florida, even if they lose the game. I almost think you sign up for a win uh, for a, a 500 road trip against these two teams in Florida, with with as much problem and as many problems as they have had, 
against these teams. As I mentioned, between the two teams in Florida, they came in 1-12-3 against those two teams lately. So this, you know, they do not do well there. So even if they don't win in Florida, I, I think you, you, you're satisfied with going there, especially with the game you played at home against Toronto and, and going 500 on your trip. And maybe you can take Florida overtime. Maybe, maybe you, if you lose in overtime, right, then you took three out of four points. That's better than maybe you would have thought. So, um, you know, now they've set themselves up in good shape. Yeah, and that game game comes up tomorrow, seven o'clock in Florida against the Panthers. And Paul, that's the next time we'll chat with you. I appreciate you joining us all throughout the broadcast here tonight. And uh, thanks for all your work uh, throughout the course of tonight's game. Okay, take care. All right, that's Paul Hamilton joining me, Pat Malacaro on the Sabres post-game show. We ran through some of the final stats of the game. Let's run through some more again. Eric Comrie makes 36 saves in the victory. On the flip side, Sabres recording 23 shots on goal. The final one of the night, the Ilya Labushkin shorthanded overtime game winner for Andre Vasilevsky, allowing six goals on 23 shots, so 17 saves. Your three stars in the game, Tage Thompson had a hat trick. Braden Point, a big night, four points overall for Tampa Bay, and Rasmus Dahlin, a couple of more points for the Sabres as well. Your stats of the game are brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Also want to get some of the first reaction from the fans in the game tonight. It's now time for the Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's first response from the fans. Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Well, many fans reacting the same way uh, Paul did not only here on the postgame show, but on social media. A little bit of poetic justice, uh, Dave says here, that the Sabres able to uh, win in overtime shorthanded and Ilya Labushkin, uh, such a valuable penalty killer for the Sabres, coming through once again. And hard to argue with that. Tage Thompson has the hat trick. Labushkin's fourth career goal, his first in overtime, and his first goal as a Sabre gives the team a 6-5 to win over Tampa Bay here tonight. We'll take a timeout when we come back. We'll run you through some more highlights from the game tonight. A wild one down in Tampa Bay as the Sabres defeat the Lightning 6-5 to in overtime. More postgame when we come back. Right here on the Buffalo Sabres. Actually, I'll let you know that if you want to continue listening uh, to our postgame show, head over to WGR550.com. Also find us on the Odyssey app, WGR550. Continue listening to postgame there as well. I'm Pat Malacaro. More postgame coming up right here along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. It was indeed, Dan and Rob. That is the save of the game, one of 36 by Eric Comrie in the Sabres 6-5 win over Tampa Bay tonight in overtime. The save of the game is brought to you by Upstate Honda Dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. 
An exciting finish down in Tampa Bay tonight as the Sabres, despite giving up another third period lead to the Lightning this year, this time in overtime with Henry Yuki. How are you in the box for delay of game, for deflecting the puck over the glass and into the crowd without it touching uh, anything on the way out? And I say deflected, kind of batted at the puck in midair, not the spirit of the rule, going by the letter of the law, it's a penalty. Yoki, how are you sitting in the box with eight seconds to go in regulation? But Labushkin able to go back the other way in overtime, less than two minutes in, and give the Sabres a 6-5 victory. We'll tell you what it means for the standings in just a moment. Mentioned Labushkin, the game-winning goal will make him the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town Auto Group for an electrifying performance. Check out Town Auto Group's lineup of EVs. For Labushkin, he's the only Sabre player, according to Sabres PR, just tweeted this out a little bit ago, to score a shorthanded goal in overtime in the regular season. The only one, that's Ilya Labushkin. He joins Jason Pominville as the only other Sabre to score a shorthanded goal in overtime at any point of the season. Scary good company for Ilya Labushkin to be in. We all know Jason Pominville's goal against Ottawa in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2006 helping the Sabres uh, go on to the conference finals uh, where they eventually lose. But uh, what, a, what a moment for the Sabres then, and what a moment for Ilya Labushkin tonight. His first goal with Buffalo, fourth of his career, and his first in overtime. Good news on the injury front for the Sabres. The injury report is brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. There are no real injuries yet to speak of. Uh, we did talk about with, with Paul Hamilton, uh, the elbow to the head of uh, Kyla Poso uh, right towards the end of regulation. Hope he's okay, uh, but no injuries that we know of uh, for the Sabres coming out of their 6-5 win over Tampa Bay tonight. Buffalo will be... They'll stay in Florida and take on the Panthers tomorrow. That's a 7 o'clock face-off right here on the network. Pre-game coverage with Joe DiBiase. He'll be filling in tomorrow. We'll get underway uh, with he and the Bulldog right around 6 o'clock. Joe will take you through the broadcast as well. The Panthers, two points better than the Sabres after tonight's win for Buffalo. Buffalo now 56 games played, 62 points on the year. Their 29th win, 18 of those have come on the road with the overtime loss, Tampa Bay, 76 points, two back of Toronto for second place in the Atlantic. The second seed will host the third in the first round of the playoffs. So seeding important for Tampa Bay. Even though they don't get a win on home ice tonight, they still get a point trying to track down the Maple Leafs with one fewer game played. We'll set up tomorrow's matchup in a moment, but let's take a look around the NHL and some of the other games that are ongoing and the finals from tonight. Tell you what it means for the standings. They're in the third period in St. Louis where the Blues are leading the Canucks 2 to nothing. That's with 15.43 to go in the third period. The Blues again with a 2 nothing lead there. Just starting the second in Vegas where the Golden Knights trail Calgary 1-0, the Flames scoring in the first period. 1-0, Matty Bernier's 19th of the year giving the Kraken a 1-0 advantage over Boston. The Bruins making a trade earlier today in what turns out to be another three-team deal, including salary cap implications. Boston receiving Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from the Capitals. Washington in return get Craig Smith a first-round pick this year a second-round pick in 2025, a third-round pick next year, and Minnesota helping retain some salary 
They take on 25% of Dmitry Orlov's remaining salary this season. They receive a fifth-round pick as compensation. Also, Washington retaining 50% of Orlov's salary as well. One game has yet to start late tonight. The Sharks will host Nashville. That is a 10-30 faceoff. Minnesota blanking the Blue Jackets tonight 2-0. The Red Wings pick up two more points with a 4-1 win over the Rangers at home. In overtime, the Devils come back and defeat the Kings 4-3. While the Penguins throttled on home ice, the Oilers come away with a 7-2 victory. Connor McDavid, two more goals. What else is new for the top player in the league. Also the Ducks doubling up the Capitals. Mentioned Washington selling off a couple of pieces ahead of the deadline. They lose to Anaheim 4-2. What does it mean in the standings? That means the Sabres have now drawn even with Washington, have played four fewer games, and the Sabres now within striking distance of the second wildcard spot. Detroit moves into it tonight by virtue of 57 games played. Florida 64 points as well. Only Pittsburgh in between Buffalo and that extra, that next wild card spot, the Penguins, 63 points. They don't play tomorrow. Neither do the Red Wings. So if the Sabres win in regulation in Florida tomorrow night at FLA Live Arena, the Sabres would move into a three-way tie for that second wild card spot in the same amount of games played as the Red Wings. So the Sabres with their win tonight, 62 points, a chance to draw even and play those quote meaningful games uh, late in the year have a big one against Washington coming up on Sunday on home ice as well so at this point of the year they're all important but you're really going to be playing the teams at or around you in the standings and for the Sabres needing to come away with points and victories with still plenty of games left to be played uh, over this 82 game season now through 56 so again tomorrow night it's a seven o'clock face-off in Florida followed by a face-off on Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock at KeyBank Center. Brian Cozy will have pregame at noon. And then it's closing out the month on Tuesday with a 7.30 face-off against Columbus. And then Buffalo will be in Boston and host this Tampa Bay team once again. That's quite the gauntlet over the next 10 days. Uh, once you get past, uh, you still have to play Washington and, and win. You still play Columbus, so even though you've um, handled them well this year. Uh, you know, you still have to show up. And then you get Boston and Tampa Bay before hosting Edmonton on March the 6th. And that'll do it for us here tonight, right along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. We appreciate you joining us on this Sabres 6-5 victory over Tampa Bay tonight. Tage Thompson, a hat trick. Illy Labushkin, the game winner. It all amounts to an overtime win for the Sabres in tonight's contest. Next game tomorrow against Florida. That is a 7 o'clock face-off. Again, pregame gets underway at 6 o'clock. Thanks to everyone who helped us out along the broadcast tonight. The Bulldog for carrying us through pregame tonight. Paul Hamilton, his work pre, during, and postgame as well uh, with his analysis of the broadcast and the game here tonight. Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray were our game broadcasters along with TJ Luckman, our network producer. I'm Pat Mellicaro. Thanks for joining us as the Sabres defeat Tampa Bay 6-5 right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 